This is Birthday Beats Podcast. Thank you for joining on once again. I am Jenna. I am Abby. And today we are talking Grammys and also the Tavis Super Bowl of it all. We're going to talk about our reactions from the 2024 or the 66 Grammys that were aired February 4th. We're going to talk about our favorite moments and our least favorite moments, uh, our top three performances. What are our predictions now for Miss Taylor Swift now that she announced a new album out of freaking nowhere? (laughs) (laughs) She made us clown once again. And uh, yeah, um, it's all happening. So, but... First, we want to get on our hot take of this week. There were a lot, but I think that the main focus was that the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs are now on their way to the Super Bowl. And all the attention was not only on Travis, but also on Taylor. So, Miss Abby, do you want to share your first thoughts about that? Yes, it was exciting. We got to see lots of red. We got to see her nails done. I feel like that's like the first time at least I've ever noticed Taylor getting her nails done. So in my mind, it went straight to engagement ready. We're like the ladies, the girlies have told us we got to have our hands ready for this. Um, So who knows if that will be obviously in the works we don't know but in my mind that's where my mind goes just because being raised in the south it's like the go-to ring by spring um so yeah so that'll be exciting if they do get engaged I do feel like we all feel it's coming just because they're so unbelievably happy it's written all across their faces you know, if it doesn't work out, that's one thing. I don't think the fan base will be like, how dare you? But um, I know, Jenna, you've had other thoughts on that. If, if Taylor messes this up. Yeah, no, I mean, I I really, I think he's the one for her. Because let me tell you, that invisible string is working overtime. It needs a race. Because I think I saw a TikTok the other day where, Somebody said that, um, you know, when when she was uh, performing Reputation Tour in the Arrowhead Stadium, which is where the Chiefs are, it had like a Chiefs banner on the mm-hmm. back. And she with her Reputation outfit with the black uh, outfit with the, the hoodie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude. This invisible line, like this, this invisible string needs a race because how do people are finding this out? So yeah. I really, I really do think he's the one for her, but uh, I think Taylor is going to take her time and judging from both his interview in, I think it was GW magazine and her interview in Times uh, Person of the Year. Uh, I think they just want to take things slow. They are enjoying each other's company. They're enjoying each other's lives. And they know that everybody around them like expects them to pop the question up any and at any given moment. But 
Um, you know, I think she wants to take time with this one because I know that a lot of people mention that, oh, this is the first time a man, you know, it's all, all about her and he's giving her her attention. I don't think it's not. I mean, Calvin Harris did also was like that. Tom Hiddleston was also like that. But I do think it's the first time that she is actively aware and she's, you know, she's more active in a relationship that she's not afraid to share with the world. She's not afraid to be out and about with this, with this, this person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, I mean, who knows? They might just pop the question every now and then. But I do think that she wants to take a little bit more time with this one. I yeah, I, I um, think the opposite, but I. I agree with you to an extent. It's like when you've been in so many relationships and they like happen so quickly, you don't want it to be like this flash in a pan. You're like, will the other shoe drop? Is this person normal? Okay. I'm trying to understand their family dynamic. Like you want to understand this person as a whole. And I totally get that. But I also feel that there's so many people on this planet where you meet someone and yes, money might not be the the issue, but you're still like a girly at heart or you're still a romantic at heart. And it's like, okay, this is what I want to do. So in my mind, I totally see them just, I could see them having a Vegas wedding. Like, I don't think they would air it. I don't know. I feel like they are so open, but I think they would do it. So just like the two of them, like I could see them just not even telling their family but I think because their family's so integrated into their lives that that would, I think that would kind of ruin the dynamic of um, Taylor being like getting to know his family and getting really well networked with them um, and feeling like part of the family. I think that might ruffle feathers, it seems, because his mom really is part of his life in a big way. So I, I don't see them doing that. But when money's not an object or like an obstacle, which bless them for not having that obstacle. But it's like, you just do like, you're like, it's just, I mean, it's like as if you're just out of high school and you're with your like love. If it, if it works, it works. And if that's what you want to do in that moment, and it doesn't mean it'll last forever. But I, I, I do see her wanting to settle down, her wanting to have this life I don't think that means she has to give up music, though. I do think, like, she can find that balance. But, um, like, in terms of how quickly things are going, I see it going quick. I mean, I just think when you're, like, a certain age, like she is, it's not necessarily just about the time frame of how old you are. That's there, too. But I think there's a maturity of, oh, I've already been through my 20s. I've made those dumb decisions. This feels right. I'm not 20 years old anymore. So I sh like I have a clearer head. Um, like she's been down rabbit holes that didn't work out. So I think if her if she trusts her intuition, and I think she does, that she'll see this as like, this is what I want, and this is what this other person wants. Um, and just like how you said, like there's this invisible string and like they've created, like they're creating this life together and it's all happening so quickly. Um, like for goodness sake, he bought a house for her basically, like just so she could come 
like have a place to stay um that was away from like the city i don't know i'm sure it's like close to the city i'm not really sure where it is i'm not gonna look it up and hopefully none of you do either because that's creepy but uh yeah, no. <laughs> no but i i do i do think i think she might do a rihanna you think, think so because yeah because i i don't know if anybody remembers but the, there was a time there was actually a decade where Rihanna was doing one album every two, every one or two or two years. Yes. And I also saw somebody on TikTok that was doing a timeline of how many albums she created since L- Lover. And from, you know, from, from Evermore, you know, since 20, since 2020, she has been like, with the re-recordings, it's been crazy. So I think she might do like a Rihanna that says, okay, let me get all of this material out uh, because I really want to take, you know, a break and I want to take a time, but I just want to cement my legacy before I do, I do that. And I think especially us women, uh, a lot of us think about it like that. It's like, okay, for those of us that either want to take a break, either we want to go one year tra- traveling or we, or we want to get married and have kids or just have kids or just to be, to be married or basically just doing other things rather than what we have done uh, all, all of our lives. In this case, you know, she has done music all of her lives. She might want to take a break to venture into the, you know, her, her director path in, in, in movies. Um, let me just do all the work that I want to do before I do, I do this. And I think she might want to be that, you know, she might just want to cement her legacy in music before she ventures into Hollywood or motherhood or wifehood or whatever it is that she 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 wants to do so i i do think she might want to take a break but i also think okay if i really want to settle down or if i really want to venture into this other realm let me do all of this first so that because the the re-recordings is it's a project in itself right right you know and uh i know that she just wants to get it done and over with. Um, and also I think, and we're going to talk about it a little bit later in the, in the episode, you know, with this new, new album that she has been hiding for two, for two years, you know, how much material she has or she has had to start getting all that material out before she, you know, either she's settles down or starts doing, movies in 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 hollywood yeah she's been lying to us she had a child (laughs) she did not tell us about (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i did find that weird i feel like we need to rewatch that like what did she say she was like i have been lying to you guys for two years i'm like girl like you do this however you want to do it we're not here to be like how dare her i do think it's hard as a fandom. We've like put so much pressure on like, mm-hmm. well, what, what does this mean? And then what is it like her, uh, 
uh, as soon as she came in, like she was wearing that like clock necklace we at were the Grammys. All for clues, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it she's probably nasty drawing all over her outfit. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, like I. She's probably exhausted. And then like the white, I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody's gonna say wedding. Like that's obviously what's coming, and blah blah blah. And it's like, I. Yes, in one way, I do think this is all going to happen really quickly because I do think when you're in love, it just like it just happens. That's just the way it goes. I'm granted I took three years to get married, so I'm not saying every you know it's not the same. And I do agree that like it could be the situation where they just are like we're living together. Why do we need to like put a label on it? Of course, there's like so many avenues they could take. So um, that's up to them, but. I think at the end of the day, like, we do put all this pressure on her of, like, you have to do this and this. But I do think she finds it fun in one way. But in another aspect, it's like, just do what you want. Like, we'll be excited for whatever you put out. So, like, yes, uh, we'll talk about it. But, yeah, we were a little confused, I will say. I was confused. I was like, is this <laughs> real? What is happening here? Yeah. Yeah, no, but I do, I do think that her relationship with Travis is going to be, it's going to last. I think it's going to last. Yeah. Whether they get married or not, or like you said, whether they just go and live in together, that's, that's their, their decision. And you said something really important. And that is one of the themes that were discussed last week, not just with, you know, the whole you know, the, the Taylor and Travis of it all, but also with, you know, with this thing with Nikki and Megan the Stallion is that the fandoms are quite scary and they can get very, very dangerous. And sometimes many, many, many artists like Rihanna, like Beyonce, um, even like Doja Cat, they just went go into these these hiding faces because they're not just you know protecting their 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 privacy they're also protecting you know they're not just protecting their privacy from paparazzi and the media they're mainly protecting their privacy from the fandom yes and that's that's a scary place to be in and i think in taylor's case she knows how her fans are. She knows how her fandom is. So I think that's why she likes to play mind games with us because, um, you know, she knows that we can, she can do things the way that she wants to without our full attention. Unless, you know, she tells us, hey, go, you know, go look this way while I do this on, on the other hand. So, but we're going to talk about that a little bit more. Let's, let's go into our main topic of the Grammys. And let me tell you, as somebody who has watched the Grammys since I was a kid, I stopped watching the Grammys, uh, the year that I think it was the year that Beyonce lost to Beck for album of the year for her self-titled that was in 2015. I stopped watching the Grammys after that. But last night, it was not that bad. I mean, it could have been a bit better in terms of certain performances, but it was not that bad. Um, so I wanted to know what your favorite moment of the Grammys was versus your least favorite moment of the Grammys. Yes, and I agree with you. I feel like it was probably the best um, award show we've seen in a minute. And I, I even I think I re 
not retweeted, but I, I saw someone say something, something similar. Like we've had so many like problems with award shows. There's been so many craziness, even outside of women not getting nominated and people of color not being given what they deserve. And it's like, we got like everything in one. It was like, it was a, it was a quiet night. It was a performance night. So my, like my favorite moment was just really how the whole event went. It felt like it was about the music. It wasn't about like, you know, like some weird comment a a comedian made. It wasn't about anything else. It was just, Hey, we're here for the music. Um, I don't know if the Oscars has really ever been able to do that where it's like, okay, we're here for the movies. We're here for the theatrics. It's hard. I think these award shows really want these, like, you know, these uh, sound bites and like to get like more views for next year. They want things crazy to happen. I'm sure they don't really want it, but somehow that always seems to be what's there. So it's like, Who's who's allowing this to happen? Maybe it's just because it's live television. Uh, so in that aspect, I felt that the music kind of um, held the night. And it was like, oh, this feels nice. Like from everything, from like the chairs to the backdrop, like all the screens that were up on stage, the colors. I felt like everything was very soothing. I feel like we're even the colors... I'm wearing like a light pink and you're wearing like a pinkish color too. It was very uh, like skin tones and pinkish. And I think, wasn't that like the color of the year? Like some sort of salmon color. Anyways, it just felt like flowy and it just like flowed and nothing felt like even everything. It just everything felt like, oh, this was right. Now there were like some performers that we kind of giggled at and we won't name names, but like we're, of a different generation than us. So we just didn't maybe appreciate their music as much whenever they were in their prime. But like, other than that, and that's just like how music is. There's like so many different generations or so many different ages, people from everywhere. And music kind of brings us all together. And so like, that was my favorite moment. Just like feeling this, like, Oh, music. I, this is why we like music. Um, this is why we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Music is our thing. Like, we like this. We want to talk about it. Um, it's what like helps us get through like our life woes and stuff. So, and then my least favorite moment. Oh, would have to, is the only thing I could think of. And it just keeps like bumping up against my brain was um, uh, Travis, his performance, right? Travis Scott. Yeah. Yes. Travis Scott. I was like, wait, I know his name, right? Um, was like the the chair banging, like destroying the stage. I just felt like I don't know. There's like I've always been t- like I've always heard this from peers, like our age group, where it's like there's just like a level of respect, and I felt like that maybe like a mosh pit thing is his thing, and I'm not gonna take that away from music lovers because that's part of like experiences other people experience, but for me, like watching on stage. Like, it just wasn't there for me. So maybe, like, maybe he just needed a different song. Maybe it was, like, a different performance. Maybe it just needed to be a little different. I don't know. But for me, that was my least favorite moment. And I hate to say that because I know he's so talented. But in my mind, I'm like, 
but you were throwing chairs. Like what was going, like, are you okay? Yeah. And I feel yeah. for him. I feel yeah. like there's probably something there that we could talk about, but um, anyways. Yeah, no, I, I also didn't like his, his performance. I, I personally don't listen to his music that much. So that's why I didn't, I probably didn't uh, experience his, his performance, like for probably a person that listens to, to his music. Um, and I understand what his album is about, but yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't get it either. Uh, but I would say that my favorite moment of the Grammys, to be honest, were the performances, especially, especially the performance of Miley, of Dua Lipa, of SZA, and of Fantasia's tribute to Tina, Tina Turner. And I know that, and this is coming from a Beehive member, I know that a lot of us wanted Beyonce, but Beyonce already did a tribute to Tina Turner when they gave her the Kennedy uh, Award. And she already did a tribute to Tina Turner uh, with Tina Turner in one, one of the Grammys. I think it was the year that, she, that Beyonce was nominated for Best New, Best New Artist. Uh, that she for her solo album dangerously in love and she was on stage with tina turner so she already did a tribute to tina turner not once twice and we can even add a third one when she did it in her tour of renaissance this past summer so i think Beyonce just said, hey, I've done enough. Let somebody else do it. And I think Fantasia did an amazing, amazing job. I mean, she had everybody jumping. She had, I mean, she carried Tina Turner's energy. And Miley was in the same boat. Like the, the dress, the way that she was dressed in her performance, it was very much Tina Turner-esque. And yes. for her to sing her song, Flowers, by the way, we're very happy that Miley Cyrus finally got her flowers. <laughs> um, yes, because the girl can sing and she can perform. But at the end of her song, Fl Flowers, she did like a Tina Turner run up with her song of, of Flowers. And I was like, yes. I mean, she sounded amazing. She looked amazing. And she just, she brought the house down. So for me, those were my favorite, favorite moments of the night. Um, and my least favorite moment, I would say, uh, I don't know. I think um, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I can't, I cannot think of a, I, Is I it think my... Yeah, I think my least favorite moment was was that was also Travis Scott's performance. Like, you think so? I was yeah. gonna say, is it the Academy? No. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'm. I have thoughts about that because let me let me tell you, that was another favorite moment of mine. Jay Z was not wrong. I have to say it. Jay Z was not wrong because, and a lot of people were including Taylor Swift in the in in the in the in the narrative with which I think it's super unfair because Taylor Swift does deserve to be in that category. But what people fail to see is that Jay-Z wasn't calling out specific 
uh, mm-hmm. artist. He was calling out the institution itself. Yes. You know, he was calling out how, and that's, that's another thing. People don't look into the history of things. The Grammys were created to award quote unquote good music mm-hmm. because at the time that they were created, that's when rock and roll was at the top of the charts. And they thought that rock and roll was not music. So they created this organization to award quote unquote real musicians. And it's like, <laughs> really? Yeah. And it's like it's it's like you said, you know, they they have been trying to get more views because they know that people are not watching the show anymore because of their biased lookout. And Jay-Z just called just called them out as as he as he as he he should. You know, he called them out for let's say it for their for their racism, for their bias, for how you know they they love to have black per- performers they love to have um you know the appe- appearance of black musicians but they don't give black musicians the honor that they deserve yeah you know and one example that he said was not only DMX when he himself when Jay-Z won a Grammy but DMX was not nominated uh for for the Grammys, even though DMX had two top albums that year. So Jay-Z boycotted the Grammys. And then he defended his wife, which we all know Beyonce is the most awarded artist in Grammy history, but has never won album of the year. Which is wild. Which is ridiculous. Exactly. Which is wild. So yeah, that was, that, that was another one of my favorite moments. I was like, yes, call them out. Yeah, call them out. So yeah, but um, I agree with you, and I think you know, like we can feel as white people, which I hate to even like say there's us because there really isn't. I think like we came in and we kind of we rock this, and we think it's all of like all up to us, and it's we're the best, we're the best, and it's like I don't know if if you're out there and you think like oh like. I feel offended. Like I've watched the Grammys since I was two and like, I love the Grammys. It doesn't mean that like, it's a f- room full of people who are like all racist. Like nobody's saying if you watch the Grammys the last 10 years, they're like, how dare you? It's like, there can be a system in place that's wrong for whatever reason. Oh, they don't like blue eyed people. They don't like brown eyed people, whatever it is. And if it's like, it doesn't matter if the people who started it are gone Oh, well, that was like how they how it all started, but it's not like that anymore. It's still there because like Beyonce keeps putting out great exactly. music. Mm-hmm. Just because like it wasn't always my like go-to music does not mean it's not good music. Just because I don't listen I haven't listened to every single thing that someone's put out or whatever, but I can still see like this person's really an amazing artist. Like she's gone to the Super Bowl. Like there's she's been in our headlines all these years and to say like she's yet to win album of the year but she's won over 30 grammys that it doesn't make sense the math sense. i hate exactly. i hate that saying the math is not mathing okay <laughs> like <laughs> it's true. not it's not yeah, yeah. so yeah. i think that's, we, that's what he was calling out yeah i think we want to sit here 
like as a white person and you get offended and you think like, I'm not saying I'm offended. I'm really not. Cause this is, has nothing to do with me, but it is, it does have to do with us. And I think like, we have to call it out where we see it. And I think like, it's not fair. Like mm-hmm. when you get to sit there and be like, well, I mean, like, I don't see the problem. And it's like, there is a problem. And if you don't see mm-hmm. it, it's because you've been like, you just, you've been part of the problem this whole time. And until we like say, this is a problem and it needs to change. People are not going to change it. So I, while I thought Jay-Z was very funny in his way of like, well, I boycotted the Grammys and then I went and watched them. It's like, yeah, we want to watch these things. We want to try to enjoy them, but you can't watch it now. Not thinking about like all these years that you haven't. And I will say this was like a really good one to watch. So like, I don't think you have animosity like towards this situation. It's just like, this situ- like this system has been broken. So like why can't we make it even? And that and that doesn't even help the people who like have to go through a lot of barriers to get to this point. Like mm-hmm. like who was it who won um new artist like, of the year? Yeah, like Victoria Monet. Yes. That so- she she has been in the business since for since you know for 15 years. And now she's getting the recognition that she deserves. And she won new artists of the year, but yeah, she's best, been doing this yeah. for 15 years. That makes my blood boil. It's not the fact that she won. Like, that's amazing. Congrats to her. It's the fact that you're just now realizing like who this person is and how amazing she is when like she's been putting in the work this whole time. Like, Imagine all the barriers she's had to get through, whether she had money growing up or not. Like, that's not what it's about. I'm just saying, like, there's barriers for her that were not there for other people. And she's finally there. And then she's like, oh, I guess I get the new artist. But I mean, I will say she was phenomenal and beautiful and like spoke. So I felt like her voice was like so silky smooth, like just talking. I don't think we saw her perform, but. (laughs) Anyways, I think she's amazing. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't no, even know actually, who she was. So. <laughs> no, and that's and that's good, you know. Uh, that you know, that's that's one thing. I think that's another thing why people still watch these awards is to get to know who is usually not mentioned by the media or who, yes. who is usually not, um, you know, not being uh, elevated enough. And to be honest. Victoria, I think actually she won uh, three three Grammys. Wow! Won, uh, okay, that's won, awesome. Uh, best Best New Artist, um, Best uh, R and B Album, and I think it was uh, I don't remember right now, uh, but I know it was three. I know it was it was three uh, awards that she that she that she won, as she should because. I, I personally, I started listening to her music back in 2020. Okay. I knew her because she uh, she used to write songs for other other artists. And she's actually one of, uh, uh, one of Ariana Grande's best friends. And she put out her album ja- Jaguar, which I recommend everybody to listen to it. You told me because that. Because yeah. it is an amazing album. And uh, this second album that she put out in 2023 was Jet Jaguar Number Two. This is the album that she she won the Grammy for, which she really deserved it. 
Um, but it's it's like you said, and that is one of the things that Jay-Z was calling out is like you have a lot of these artists and you have a lot of artists that don't even deserve to be in some of these categories because either hardly anybody knows them or because they haven't created an impact like other artists have. And I think it was also a bit unfair that a lot of people, especially on TikTok, was calling all um he was talking about Taylor. He was he wasn't talking about somebody specific. He was talking I don't, about I didn't feel that way. either. Yeah, no, he wasn't. He was talking about the way Grammys operate, the way that they right. have been operating for years. And a lot of people have called them out on their BS and they yeah. still don't get it. You know, the institution itself doesn't get it. Yeah. So, it's not it's not the nominees' fault either. Like, if you get mm-hmm. nominated, who's not going to go to the Grammys? Like, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. the fact that it's the fact that hey, sometimes like you have to call things out. And I think if it's your chance to go up there, like, I think you should say something. I think it's the right thing to do to be like, hey, there's a lot of people in this. I mean, it's kind of like the Mean Girls moment of like breaking the crown. It's like. Mm-hmm. this is yes this is great i could i could put this on my fireplace it's amazing like i worked really hard for this but there's other people who i know worked harder you know and that's yeah. how i see it is like you have to point this out like until it gets fixed nothing's gonna happen and so mm-hmm. i think yeah. i think when the playing field gets evened out it will be even better and i think this year showed like you told me when we started, it's the year of women. Like mm-hmm. the majority of the winners are women this time. And mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was like 2018, you know, yeah. back yeah. when things were so much better. And Ed Sheeran had won, I believe, for the Grammys. I don't remember, but um, he won a uh, uh, song of the year, I believe. Yeah. And it was for Shape of You. And I told you this last night. And uh, and it was funny because it was like he was up against the rest of the category where women and people at the time were like so upset like the next day like how dare a man win when there's like all these you know women who are fabulous and they are and it takes time and I think we're finally seeing that so like 2018 to 2024 yeah. like it takes time but like it can go into a better di- direction that just shows that it's gone into a better direction and I think the more chances like Taylor gives to people, I mean, I know she gave Ed Sheeran a chance, but I think these bigger artists, when they give people below them, like, hey, I'm going to help you up because someone helped me up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like always important. And so, yeah. 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 And I I like that. And that's that's an, an, another thing that I noticed too of the award that a lot of the artists that won the first thing that they said was that the award was great, but not that great. It's like, okay, I want this award, but my fans, the recognition I got in the industry, how my my work has been uh, pro- progressing, that is the real award for for me. So even some some artists were literally telling the Grammys like, hey, thanks. Uh, but your award is not that important for me. <laughs> it's like, and yeah. I, I, I love that because, um, 
and, and, and we're going to go into our reaction to the winners of the four main categories. Uh, when Miley won record of the year, which was a huge surprise, even for me, uh, she said it. She's like, this award is amazing, but the real, you know, the real award is my fans. The real award is all the things that I have to, like you said, all, all the challenges that I had to overcome to get here. Um, and I was like, okay, everybody is like, is telling the Grammys, Hey, thanks, but you still need to work things out. And I think that now that we see almost all of the nominees were women and all, almost all, if not all of the winners were women, um, it's, it's, I think we need to allow criticism to enter in art because I think that a lot of people are afraid to be criticized and that starts with the institutions that allow us access to art you know like the Grammys like the Oscars like all of these uh, award shows and I think that uh, artists right now especially women are not afraid to say hey Thanks, but I think you're still doing this and this and this and this and this wrong. So you need to fix this, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about our reactions to the winners of the four main categories. And we start with record of the year, Miss Miley Cyrus for Flowers. That was exciting. That was exciting. I was in shock. I was like... What? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't surprised because let let's let's be honest, that song was everywhere, everywhere last year. That's everywhere. true. And I think that a lot of people were waiting for her to have this big, beautiful comeback. Um, because I I personally think that this this girl can sing, like Miley can sing. She can sing her her heart out. And I think she has a very rock and roll type of voice that we haven't heard in a really long time, you know, since Pat Penatar, since Tina Turner, since Joan Jett, you know, and or, or even since Pink, you know, because Pink has a very rock and roll type, type of voice. And I don't think we yes. haven't heard a voice like that in a long time. And M- Miley has a voice like that. And I, I, I think she really deserved it. I yes, think she deserved it. I think after all these years of people being like, oh, I've heard so many crazy things. She, uh, Disney made her sing country, so it ruined her voice. Oh, she has a terrible voice oh. now because she was on Disney. It's like, shut up, people. People <laughs> like I'm not obviously when they when I say now it was probably like ten years ago, but like I don't think I I told you guys that like Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus were like one of my first um Pandora stations when I listened when I listened to like Pandora I don't really listen to Miley anymore but like when Flowers came out it was like oh this is so good and there are she does have songs that are really good so I am looking forward I don't know if she'll ever be an artist that can like win album I mean not album uh yeah album i don't know if she can win album of the year um because i think for the most part we've seen like one song do really well i will say 
her this last album was very good. If you listen to the whole thing, it yeah. was really it good. It was nominated though. It was not nominated. Yeah. So I think it's I do see it as like she could win album of the year um one of these years and I think this song like the way she talks about herself is so funny like in interviews and stuff she's just like I don't know like I heard this song and I was like I'm gonna write this song and then like it was good and I just didn't know like she always says like I never know if it's gonna like be good and I'm like you're Miley Cyrus like you're questioning yourself like I now I'm questioning myself like so yeah that kind of kills me every time because I feel like Miley, like, you're, like, the head of your family. And if you don't see that, like, you're the best that came out of your family. Like, yes, your dad was famous, but, like, isn't he with some, like, young girl now that's, like, it's, like, creepy and everything? So, I don't know. To me, I think (laughs) when I see Miley, I'm like, Miley, like, you're the thing. Like, you're the it, girl. Like, like you do not need to cut yourself down. So, that's – and I I think that goes back to all this. It's, like – you know, can Miley stand up on that on that stage and really call people out? I don't know. Like, I think it takes people a lot to like. Yes, they see it, but it takes another guts to like actually call it out. So when you're only like, I don't even know if I'm good enough. It can be hard, but I, I don't know. I've always seen Miley as someone who can like. She's always like cut like through everything she's been a part of. Like Disney thought she was too young. Disney thought she wasn't ready, but here she goes. She did a whole show. It popped off. I think it was more fate, like more popular than even like Lizzie McGuire, which came before her. So I just think like definitely she has this whole future ahead. So like whether she continues music or does something else, I don't know. It's not my life, but in my head, and that's what we okay. We talked about this too. Where you did you tell me that? I think you told talked to me about this. We're like music isn't the main thing anymore because artists know they can't make the chunk of their mo- their bulk of their money in this yeah 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 that they are they are f- they are focusing now in other ventures like like fashion like makeup uh because especially with street with with streaming they are not m- making enough money yeah as, uh you know as as we would think. Which is crazy. Right. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. And yep. I mean, I look at her and I'm like, she had this huge hair, like a lion's mane. And I felt like. She looks she, amazing. Is she going to put out some hairspray? Like, I don't know, like hair products. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe that's her next venture. I don't know. I don't know if it's safe for the environment, what she had in her hair, but <laughs> something's happening. Yeah. But yeah, I loved, I loved her performance. I loved yeah. everything. I mean. Yeah. So yeah, we're not here to be like cutting everyone down, but I do think it's amazing, and that song was really good. So yeah, yeah. That's my I, ten thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was surprised, but I was glad that she won record of the year uh, because, like you said, a lot of people are still in that Hannah Montana um, mindset, and a lot of people don't you know don't get her out of that box, and. She, like like you said Hannah Montana was huge was huge was everywhere i didn't even watch Hannah Montana and i knew about right, Hannah Montana right. you know and yeah. uh i've seen her try to get away from that that it, that 
you know, cookie cutter image that Disney wants to put their, their artist in. And yes, there were bums on the road and, you know, she, she, she had to deal with the brunt of the hit of the music industry. But, uh, I, what I saw yesterday was a woman who's a fight a, a fighter, a musician that has finally found her sound and somebody who uh, has a great per- personality and she deserved those nominations and she deserved this award. I yes. truly do think that she will win album of the year sometime um, because she is a great musician. She was, you know, she was raised in a family of, mu- of yes. musicians and come on. Dolly Parton is her, her 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 godmother, you know. She's gonna sprinkle that fairy dust into her. <laughs> but well, apart, yeah, apart from the blessings that she has in her family, I do think she's an amazing musician, and I do think that it's time to give her the flowers that she deserves. So. Yes, I think that's what we're gonna title this episode. But anyways, um, yes. I think <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I think when you look at. Justin Bieber, and then you compare him to Miley. To me, their upbringing, yes, their careers were much different. But if you think about it, like Miley's career has always been around her music, like around some sort of performing and singing, even though it was a TV show. And then Justin Bieber. And it's like, I don't know, like, I think as a society, this is just one example of this of like, we've given him so many chances and like, where did he go with it? Like, has he taught us anything new? Has he inspired anybody? I mean, he might, I'm not saying he hasn't, I don't want to say that, but like, I think it's time for Miley to finally like come into her own. It just shows the misogyny that we have in our society that like this girl still is an inner or this woman, she's still in interviews going, I don't know. Like, I think I can write a song. Like, it's Mm -hmm. like, Miley, like, everyone worshipped you your entire life. How do you not see it for yourself? Like, all these little kids looked up to you. And then, yeah, yeah, you popped off. But, like, what has Justin done? He's done ten times probably worse things than she has. And still there's people who are like, I'm a Justin Bieber fan. It's like, I'm not saying it's all even at all. Or that, like, you can – it's not – completely apples to apples but it's pretty similar and they're of a similar generation i think Mm -hmm. she's just like a couple couple years older than him not quite sure but i don't know i just feel like it's just not fair so yeah no (laughs) it's not fair definitely definitely it's not fair so um so what i do think is fair that uh this song was named song of the year was Billie Eilish and Phineas What Was I Made For, which is from the Barbie soundtrack. We know that 2023 was the year of Barbie, the year of the girl. And again, you know, this uh, this song deserved to be the song of the year. It deserved yes. because it was the song of the year. And I, I personally, I love Billie Eilish. I love her her music. I still struggle with the way that she sings in a whispers because I know she has an amazing voice. Yes. And sometimes I just want her to belt it out. 
It wasn't but, one of it wasn't my favorite performance. Yeah. Even though I yeah, it was ugh, yeah. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> I want it to I know, be and it's such a good song, but I think we've heard it so much this past year that it's like if you're not gonna hit the same uh feelings, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying she did it terrible, but I think she's I don't know, I'm not a music expert, but it felt like she started too whispery, like and I'm like, we can't hear you. I don't, and they didn't turn up the volume. And I don't even think it was a volume. It was just too, it was too whispery. Like, that was just so annoying. Yeah, that's that's the only that's the only critique I have with Billie Eilish. It's like I understand that most of your music is feeling, and I I understand that you know, you have, you know, each, each artist has like their little quirks with their voice. I get it. But, you know, we've heard the song so many times. All of us know the lyrics of the song. The least you could have done was to just increase the volume a little bit more because you can sing. This woman can sing. She has an amazing voice, but it's like, Please let us hear you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, but overall, the performance was really good. I love that. And in the beginning, I didn't know why she was dressed the way that she was dressed. I was like, why is she dressed like a granny? But then, you know, somebody corrected me on on threads uh, and said that it was in honor of, uh, of an, a version of a Barbie that came out in 1960 something or 1958. Yes. So I was like, oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. Yes. We're, we're still in theme. The other, I, the other thing that just bothered the heck out of me, and nobody said, like, on the red carpet or anywhere, was, like, her hair color with the pink. Like, yeah. on the red carpet, she was wearing um, kind of like a Letterman, like a high school football jacket, yeah. and it was, like, Barbie. I'm sure it was – I'm pretty sure it was, like, vintage, and they – yeah, I, I – I was like watching before the pre the pre Grammys the pre gaming yeah, Grammys the pre-game. yeah and they talked about like how they fitted it to her and everything and I'm like okay that's great but like your hair is still red and black and like it's fine I'm not some like my hair's red and I'm wearing pink so I'm not I'm not here to like completely judging but then when she was performing yes I can overlook it because of like. My brain is fine. I can like overlook something, but I was like, and you're wearing pink again. And it was pink and lime green, which I love that combination. It was beautiful. It was such a cool look. Like it was I, it. I, I got it, it. I but it. I felt yeah. like, could you just make your hair pink for just like that one night? But maybe to her, maybe that was like her rebelling of like, this isn't the biggest deal. You know, like mm-hmm. it is cool. Like I think she was really excited and like surprised she won too, but like, yeah. At the same time, she's like, "eh, like here we are." Yeah, this and, isn't and everything. It's, her. it's 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 really, you know. Yes, she she's 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 the cool kid. She's the cool kid that hates to be cool. So I'm like, what do I know? You know, <laughs> what do I know? I have red hair. What do I know? Here, nah. <laughs> your, your red hair is amazing. Here me. I am, like oh. totally judging, and she has fake red hair with pink so and I've heard so many okay I have heard this a lot like people will say like you're not supposed to wear pink with red hair so I'm not I'm not downplaying it playing it I'm saying this woman has the money she could have done it she could have wore a wig for all we know like I don't know what she wears on her head 
And you could have switched it out. I'm just saying. It could have been any color yeah. you wanted. Could have been any color. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I completely I completely agree. So, all right. So the next award, the next big award, we touched to we touched it a little bit, but it's best new artist, and it was given to Victoria Monet. Yes. Heavily deserved. And you know, she's 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 one of those those uh artists that you know we we haven't seen we we didn't know it existed but she has always existed you know so i'm i'm really i'm really glad that she got that award because she really deserved it yes so let's move on to because we already spoke about victoria and how great she is let's move on to the album of the year which was given to miss allison swift of midnights well and, and before a lot yeah. Before that, she won pop album oh, of and the she year. She won best pop album, best which, pop vocal album. Yeah, which isn't the top yeah. like four we were going to talk about, but that was, yeah. Why was that, that was really? Yeah. Why was that yeah. interesting? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so out I mean, of nowhere. Yeah, uh, but a lot of people had a lot of uh, thoughts about the album of the year. Many of them, including myself, thought that this was going to go to either L- Lana or SZA. Um, I personally wanted it to go to to SZA or Lana, um, but it just marked Taylor Swift's uh, record of being the first artist to one album of the year four times. Woo-hoo! She is above uh, St- St- Stevie Wonder, Frank Sinatra, and Michael Jackson. Wow. So, and I know that because she is a white woman, a lot of a lot of people are, you know, not okay with that. Uh, or because she has won album of the year so many times, a lot of people are not okay with that. To be honest, do I think Midnight deserved Album of the Year? No. Do I think it deserved being nominated up to Album of the Year? Yes. But uh, this win, it's just, it, it opened up a, a huge conversation that we've been talking about for a long time of how the Grammys you know, what are the standards that they really look for when yeah. they give the big awards to, you know, the albums that they have given the big awards to. I personally think Midnight's is a good album, but I personally think it was, and and, and even though it was my album of the year in 2023, I personally think it was not her best. Folklore is still at the top. Uh, for for me, <clears throat> but again, it it keep, keeps up the conversation of it's not necessarily the artist; it's more so the institution yeah. that uses quote unquote st- standards, whatever those are, to award the big award to these types of albums. So, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I. I don't know, because I feel like in one way, I'm like, well, yeah, I liked Midnight's. I'm not, like, dogging that at all. I felt like, uh, what do I feel? I feel like Evermore was one that I felt like 
she it was like you know because this is a taylor swift podcast i'm gonna keep it to taylor a little bit here in this but then i'll <laughs> i'll curve i always felt like folklore was amazing but like where was evermore's flowers so to speak mm-hmm. and then we get to midnights and it's like well yeah this is a really good album so like i'm not one i won't sit here and be like but so-and-so was supposed to win or she was supposed to win i don't really know but i do think like when when I look at Taylor Swift albums, I don't think this album um, like was her most cohesive album. I do like listening to it like in a row, mm-hmm. like front to back. I'm not saying like yeah. I don't, but I do think like I think we're all a little shocked of like, oh, well, if folklore won, they're just going to let anything win at this point. <laughs> like, we all were so excited what, for folklore. What, yeah. So now it's like, <laughs> Oh, so are they just going to keep giving her these like, and I, and I, I, I feel like two things can be true at the same time or multiple things in the situation where it's like, yes, we really like Midnight's as fans. A lot of us really like that album, but at the same time, it's like, I felt like that was like ours. And now it's like, oh, mm-hmm. like, like mm-hmm. they probably, I feel like it was like a pity vote. Like, oh, well. Yeah, you know, like out of these, I guess I have to pick this one, and it's just kind of like you didn't have to do that because I, yes, I did not listen to any of the other albums. I'll be honest, like I just don't, <laughs> I just did it. I'm sorry, but like no, I've heard, like, yeah. I've heard so much about Lana Del Rey, like this last album that was like her album, and like I've heard, like I've listened to, I think majority of SZA. I can't say like I've listened to every single song off that album, but like. I thought that was an amazing album. So like from what I've listened to. So I don't understand how like we could sit here and be like, oh, the majority felt this way. And that's just how it goes. It's like, why does anyways, my thoughts are I can still really like Midnight's and still think like, but why was this their choice? I just mm-hmm. I don't really see it. Mm-hmm. I do that, think those are my thoughts too. I think what kind of solidified this was like, oh, she got Time Magazine, what like Person of the Year, not Woman of the Year, Person of the Year. And I think that kind of like led them to choosing this. And it's like, that's fine. But like, we don't even know this. Like, she just announced another album. We don't even know what's going to be up with that one. So like, I don't know. I just have mixed feelings. We're like, and it's not because of what you've said or like how you've kind of seen everything um, or what people are saying. It's just like, I do think these award shows like dilute things where you're like oh barbie didn't get like all the nominations it probably should have some people did get nominated which is great for like the oscars but then at the same time it's like but how can you i just never get hurt by stuff like this because i just feel like it's so trivial it's like there are bigger things going on but like this is our podcast we're talking about music (laughs) i don't know i'm so like a mix of emotions i yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I I completely understand you because you know those are those are exact my exact same thoughts. I think I think and that's enough. You know that's the conversation that <clears throat> it takes us back to what Jay Z said. It's like you guys are choosing these albums and these winners out of either which one do you like most or which one is more more pop more popular. There yeah. is no doubt that 
that Taylor Swift dominated 2023. There's no doubt about that. But the album of the year is supposed to uh, award the best body of work as a whole. Like the whole album. Yeah. And a lot a lot of people, including us Swifties, we felt that Midnight's was not that for Taylor. That was more an album for us, the fans. You, you know? Um, and like you said, you know, Evermore and, and Folklore were those albums that the body of work as a whole was really, really great. But... Um, and that's why a lot of people, myself included, because I did listen to, to Lana's album and I did listen to SZA's album. I thought I I felt that as a body of work as a whole, Lana's and SZA's album make more sense than Midnight's. You know, way 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 more sense. But again, it takes us back to the conversation of okay. What are what are these award shows really looking into when yes. they nominate and when they give the award to these even, bodies of work? Even when she released the, this album, it kind of felt like how she's doing it now. Just like my new album, Midnight. Da 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 da. It's like I don't know if Taylor's doing that. Like I feel like okay, this is my personal opinion. And Taylor, if you mm-hmm. ever listen to our podcast, I will <laughs> freaking piss my pants. I'll say that now. Okay. I think Taylor is, it's like, okay, it's like us. You get so good at your job that you're just, you just start playing with it. Like, you're just like, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do a little bit thing over here. And then I'm going to, like, you get into the groove where you're like, I know this so well. I don't need to even, like, I know it like the back of my hand. Taylor knows what she's doing. She knows how to write an album. I don't think even she can write an album that has to win each year. Like that's just not what's happening. She is just mm-hmm. messing with it. Like <laughs> like she messes with us in her spirit like while she sleeps. So I just don't see this as like and you could take that as you will like oh you're a Taylor Swift fan but you don't want her to win. Like that doesn't make sense. She does this for us. Yeah. Like she wanted she put her heart and soul and we we did freaking three episodes about reputation. It didn't win, okay? So, like, we were pissed off back then. I mean, like, the fans who were fanning then felt like that deserved something, and it didn't. And she even did a whole documentary saying, like, I thought I was going to win, and, like, nothing happened with that album. And it's like, I feel that for her. Like, there's times where, as an artist, you're like, oh, I put my all into this, or, like, your career, or whatever it is you do. And when you, like, think you're at the top of your game, and then you don't win, it's like, what the heck? Like, and I, I totally agree. I think they need to be held to a standard like anything else where it's like, look, yes, don't make fun of people who actually take the Grammys seriously. I don't think that's what we're doing, but I think to a degree, we all need to understand like, this is what they're voting for. And this is what's going on. I don't want it to be this, like one day it's this. And then the next day it's that this year. Yes. Midnight's could have won pop album, makes sense like totally makes sense but I think album of the year it was like what and I almost in the same way Barbie got like snubbed in certain ways it was like it almost makes sense it's like yeah they're gonna give her freaking album of the year because she's like like who do they not want to hate them 
okay, mm-hmm. we don't want Swifties to hate us. Let's just give it to them. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's not what this is about. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, and, I think, it, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Go. No, no. It, it goes back to the conversation of the fandom, how dangerous they, they really are to the point that they can even control or they can influence how these, you know, how uh, artists are measured. It's yes. scary. It yeah. really is scary. And I completely agree with you because uh, the same thing, you know, a lot of people are just, again, putting her against Beyonce. And real fans of Beyonce, the, the only time that Beyonce was against uh, T- Taylor Swift for Album of the Year was when Taylor won for Fe- Fearless and Beyonce was nominated for I Am, I Am, I Am Such a Fierce. Every Beyonce fan knows that that was not her best album. It was good for us, the fans, and it made her super popular and she went on to a world tour, but it wasn't her best album. Exactly. And a lot of us started to get pissed when her good albums like Lemonade, like Renaissance, like self-titled were not the winners. Yes. Okay. So, and I think a, a lot of us who are fans of 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 Taylor Swift, because I I saw it, I saw that a lot of Swifties was like, I don't think she's gonna win. I think Lana and SZA are gonna win because yes, this album was good, but it was it was it's not, it doesn't deserve the album of the year. And yes. so when she won, a lot of us were surprised. A lot of us was like, what? Yeah. This wasn't her best, you know, her best work yet, and. I think it was um, it was a video in TikTok of some of somebody who's like dead on Swifty. She said, "I think it's it's like it's like you said, Taylor got used to do this job so well that she's not being um, she's not being challenged." Yes, and I think her best work comes when she's being ch- challenged. You know. They told her that she she couldn't write her own songs. She did speak now. You know, they told her that she couldn't sing well. Uh, she did red and she did 1989. She went on vocal tra- training. You know, I think when you push her a little bit and you get her out of her comfort zone, that is when she gives her best work. And I I agree. I have to agree. Yes. And I think she has gotten a bit too comfortable in doing this. And again, I'm not saying that her future work is not going right, to be amazing. Right. It's like it's like another another critic uh that, that I follow on TikTok, they said there's no Taylor's there's no bad album of ta- of Taylor Right, Swift. right. That's not but yeah. It's, it's not what we're what we're saying. But I, what we're saying is that you know, sorry, sorry, you go. Uh, no, 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 that, that, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> what, I think both of us are in the same uh, line thought. Yes. It's like, it's it's not that we're saying that her albums are, are, are bad. There's no bad Taylor Swift album. But, you know, it's not her best work. Midnight's is not her best work. Yes, and I think when you say best, okay, there's this thing that, like, you and I agree on. It's like, when you get like pushed down so many times of like do your best do your best do your best okay there 
like who knows what best even means but in the realm of what the grammys are it's like look we're going to judge people on this like elite level is that what you and i always agree with no i'm sure that there's plenty of people who won last night that were like who the heck is that person i don't even know who that is they're like playing some big instrument that we just don't it's like Okay, that might be above me. Okay, I don't know that stuff that well. <laughs> but I think that's what we're saying is like, yes, these are like the four top like mainstream awards that everybody's paying attention to, paying attention to, but the Grammys are supposed to be like this place where it's like this is where music is saying, like, "Hey, we're recognizing mm-hmm. ourselves." Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. We're not saying that, like, best means that they won the most or that they, like, were nominated the most or that they had the most streams. That's not what we're saying. We're saying, like, the quality of the music, the quality of the writing, these little things that go into this where it's, like, someone made it seamless. I think Taylor did make a great album. I think we both agree with that. It is one of Mm -hmm. probably her best albums. You even said, like, I'm a Midnight's Girly which I think is still true, but I don't think you look at it like a, a musician does. Like we we're not mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. And I we do want to review um, her, uh, what is it called on Disney? Her like cabin, um, her folklore. Her, ca- her catalog? Oh, uh, her long, long pond sessions of folklore? Yeah. Yes, yes. So when you watched that, and I don't know if you have watched it, as of yet but it's like they're musicians it's the three of them it's like her two producers and her and they're like just shooting the shit they are musicians like the way she talks when it's just her and like a producer or her and whoever it's different so i don't think we're like we're not looking at this as if like oh we're fans of taylor swift we're looking at it as if look people like it's music comparing to music and this is difficult and i think i think the grammys can do better i think Mm -hmm. we can understand this better and they could like market this better to the public of like this is why we do this and this is why this is so important and actually nominate the right people and make sure those people win (laughs) like but yeah it has to it has to make sense so Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. taylor swift wins it's like that's great for her and like whatever, but I don't think she's going home. Like, thank goodness I won. Like, it's not like that. So um, I think, I think there are wins that she is excited for. And I don't think Mm -hmm. she looks at midnights badly. It's just, that was like another lover album to me. Like she was writing in her journal. Mm -hmm. It was just her thoughts that came like flowing out. So anyways, that's all I have to say. (laughs) those are our thoughts all right so uh speaking we're still in the in the topic of the grammys and i wanted to i wanted us to move away a little bit from taylor swift because we're gonna go back to her um but one of the things that i really loved of this year's grammys were the performances which again the grand grand majority of them were by women and Woohoo! Uh, yes, and <laughs> I wanted us to mention our top three performances. So I don't know if you want me to start or you want to start. I could start. My top three, which was funny because I was taking my dog out during it, but Miley Cyrus was my favorite. I just 
she just has a vibe. She's just a vibe. Yes. And I, I do <laughs> think, okay, uh, like I feel like I always want to, I always, like I have so much I want to say. So Miley Cyrus, her vibe that she's put off for so long is like in these last couple albums that she's written, it's this like, uh, like cougar era, like, like, uh, she understands older people. And I think <laughs> it's yeah. funny because I think she's always been ahead of her time. She's always yeah, had to be older. <laughs> she's always had to look yeah. like the next generation or whatever. And she just, I really do think she's going to be one of those people as she ages, she's never going to age. Like she's just getting better and better with time, like wine. So I think the way she performs, like I could see her um, taking a, uh, I forget what they call it, but a contract in Vegas. Like I could see her performing and doing this for the rest of her life. Like I don't think flowers will be like her only hit. And I swear to God, if we go into this, like 2024 and then 2025 and this girl keeps saying things like i i just wrote this song or like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know if i'll have another popular i've heard her say this i don't know if i'll ever have a popular song again stop stop saying that because now you are part of like like the best mm-hmm. of the best so continue yeah. this okay like yeah. hire people like hire a good team and I think she does have a good team Mm -hmm. I started following who like is part of her team who helped do all her music videos and do all these things like the music video at the house for flowers that were um yes where it was her ex who like he had it was it was cheated on her yeah (laughs) but this whole album and this era that she's in like it's phenomenal, and I just wanted that to keep going. And I, th- I think this performance just solidified that as like part of her like music, like history. And then SZA, okay, SZA, uh, SZA's uh, commercial, I really liked because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was a commercial. I was that like, was so random. I was, I was like, like, oh, wait, is this a performance or a com- I don't know what this is. Yes, so I really liked that and then olivia i do feel like at the beginning she felt a little nervous yes i would be i would be like crying up on stage like oh why am i here what's happening um so yeah those are my favorite miley sizza and olivia olivia rodrigo yeah no she that's that's another one of my favorites which i personally am a little sad that she didn't walk off with a grammy because she guts definitely deserved at least one but we're we're not gonna get into that rabbit hole um (laughs) i also have miley cyrus as my top i think i think she has been in the gutter so for such a long time that for her to now be at the top, you know, alongside her, her, her idols, because the other, uh, uh, her first Grammy that she won, I think, I don't remember for, for what category specifically, but it was Mariah Carey who gave it to her. Yes. And that's one of her, her, her idols. And, you know, I think, she has been in the gutters for such a long time and people have been super, super critical of her because misogyny, let's, let's be honest. So she, um, so she won that, best pop solo performance. Does oh, that mean best, best pop solo performance? Yes. What does that mean? Like for her that music was, video? 
Uh, I know it's more like uh, when it's. I think that a, award goes to uh, artists who are not in a group, like the the performance of the song. You know, of, okay, of the song. Uh, over, over, over overall, that's what what that award is about. Gotcha. Okay. And sorry. And no, no, that's fine. That's fine. No, there's, there's, that's, that's another thing that we have to add to the conversation of how, how these awards go show because a lot of people don't know that many of these, you know, what many of these awards are. And I think one, and we're, I'm going to go to a parenthesis on this. When Meryl Streep and Mark Johnson, presented record of the year and Meryl Streep was asking what is record of the year it was a genuine ask because hardly anybody knows it's like oh wait but record is an album so what is not album of the year and Mark was trying to explain what the award was for and it's like okay it's because a lot of us don't know what many of these awards are for it's like okay, right, wait right. a minute you're you're saying that her album is really good, so it's the record of the year. But why, why not give her album of the year? You know, so it's it's quite confusing. Yes. Um, but yeah, her her performance was was amazing, amazing, amazing. Her vocals, her 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 energy. I mean, she had the the energy of I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> Y'all can kiss my behind, <laughs> and uh, I'm just here to have fun. <laughs> you yes, know? that's I loved it. I yeah. loved it, and that little Tina Turner esque at the end of, of the performance was Chef's Kiss. Uh, my second favorite performance was Tracy Chapman. I yes, was super surprised. That was supposed to be like the top, anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah. no, no, anyways, but that is, yeah. that's that's the thing. This year were very, very good performances. Yes, very good performances. So it was really hard to pick one. But when I saw, I don't know what his name is, but I know that he did a cover of Fast Car, and he was playing it, and then out of the sudden, Tracy comes out, and I was like, what? I was screaming because I'm a huge fan of that song. I'm a huge fan of Tracy Chapman. And I thought that was that was really good that they gave her that space to, for her to perform her song because she's the original composer and performer of that song. Yes. That she hasn't performed in years. And I just loved it. I loved the whole performance her face was glowing everything was amazing mm -hmm. and my third one it's it's a tie between uh olivia and fantasia i also yes. believe that olivia did amazing that girl can really sing but fantasia's tribute to tina turner will always be cemented in my head because whew, that was yeah that was amazing. And I know that a lot of people didn't like Dua Lipa's performance. I think she was very nervous because she was the, the opener. But I personally think she did great. So Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was I, it was it was a night of good 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 performances. So yeah. I I really do agree. 
All right, so let's take our last topic of the night, which is the WTF moment that Miss <laughs> Allison Swift did when she won Best Pop Vocal Album, which she mentions it was her 13th Grammy, and a lot of people got turned off by that, saying that it was annoying. Uh, but she also announced what we all thought we were clowning. We all thought it was going to be Rep to be, but no. Apparently, it's a new album called The Torture Poets Department. What the fuck? <laughs> we were all in shock. Yeah. We were all in shock. Like, uh, first of all, why are you announcing your new album at the Grammys? Like, you can, I personally thought she could have announced it in a fan favorite type of awards like VMAs and all that. Um, it was weird. It was weird. I love her, but it was weird. Yeah, it was like the vibe was off. I felt like she was like, oh, I have to do this because it's already probably scheduled to post or something. I don't know. I felt like her necklace had midnight on it. I'm like, tell tell us like, hey, at midnight, something's going to come out. Like, or just allow the post to go. Yeah, it was, it was weird. I don't know what to say. I don't. I don't know. It was strange. Yeah, I. I think. I think she should not have announced it. I think she should have just accepted the award. Thank you very much. And while pe- people, you know, while the Grammys were were going, all of a sudden, puff, hey, I have a new. I have a new album. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So I. I yeah. I personally thought it was weird. It was again. It was a WTF moment. But yeah, apparently there's a new album now. Yes. And it's so going to be out on April 19th. She directed us to go to Instagram, which I still mm-hmm. think is such an odd thing because it's not like there's a video or like, hey, at midnight, a video is being dropped. Like nothing. It was just, there's going to be a post on my Instagram. I'm like, yeah. who's your social team? I, I could do better exactly. at this. <laughs> It was very strange. I mean, like the the album itself, the cover is a little underwhelming. It does feel very sultry and like a different vibe than she's had in a while. So like, yeah, that's exciting. It's like black and white, so it's probably why all her friends were changing their cover, their photos, their profile photos on Instagram. And then this whole idea mm-hmm. that like it'll be out uh, April nineteenth. I thought something would come out. April 29th, where was I on April 20, like 29th? I just yeah. thought that would work. Yeah. It was what was going to work, but maybe she'll still do that since it's like mm-hmm. the album. I don't know. The album releases and then she could still do like a music video. How do we even know. know? I will say I my instant reaction was, okay, this woman wants to move on with her life and she probably has like a hundred songs about this man, this boy child that she just wants to get out. (laughs) She's like, if I don't release this now, my children will have to hear, like they'll have to be at the Grammys with me in 10 years. And like, okay. So I have this album about Joe. It's like, so she probably just wants it out. (laughs) <laughs> which is another thing oh and 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 also i and, and i'm i'm sorry to make up parenthesis about this but 
I forgot to mention, and as as a Latina, I felt a bit ashamed that I didn't mention this, but Car- Carol Jean yes. also won a Grammy for Best Musica Urbana, for Best Urban Music, like Latin Urban mu- Music, and she looked amazingly beautiful, and she deserved it. And yes, I wanted to to mention that. Uh, but going back to Miss... Um, Miss Crazy, poet, yeah. Miss Tortured Poet, yeah. A lot of people say that this is going to be a sad album from because from the cover, I thought, oh, this is going to be a sexy album, kind of like a sensual, sense sexy album with poetry. But then when I again, <laughs> I'm, I'm I am chronically on TikTok. Um, when I saw that, apparently. The title of the album is either a nod or a joke towards a chat where Joe and other of his fellow actors are, which is called the Tortured Poets Society, Ooh. or the Tortured po- No, the Tortured uh, the Tortured Men Society. I don't know. How weird! And then I was like, "This crazy bitch." <laughs> She's lunatic. She's the Lulu. She is literally she's the, the Lulu. queen. I love okay. her, but she's the queen of delusion. Yes. I was like, what are you doing, Allison? Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. And I think, like you, like she has so many songs written about you know the situation. Yeah. The, situ- <laughs> the six-year situationship that. <laughs> That is like I want to get this out. You know, I when, don't want this to follow me ever. When you're a scorned <laughs> woman, and I hate to like use that phrase because it's always used against women, but it's true. Like when you're scorned, you're like, I want to burn this man down. Like, and I think that's yes. what she's about to do. I mean, unless it's like no one likes a mad woman, but seriously, you know. I mean, unless this is like <laughs> just her thoughts and feelings, and it's like really. Like, I'm sure it will always be true to herself. But what I mean is, like, unless this is just, like, hey, we were two people in love and we changed our minds, I really don't think so. Like, I think if yeah. he truly hurt her, like, that's what we're about to get. Which yeah. is exciting. Yeah. I, I do find it weird that there's, like, this, like, border again, like Midnight's had. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know how I feel about the vibe. But I also think, like, is it going to end up, like, album after album like this and if you put them all together it makes like a picture like i'm like what's happening here like a yeah. mosaic what what has me what has me really really puzzled was the message so i'm 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 going to re- read it it says and so i enter into evidence my tarnished coat of arms my muses acquired like bruises my talismans and charms the tick, tick, tick of love bombs, my veins of pitch black ink, all's fair in love and poetry. Sincerely, the chairman of the torture poets department. Like, how cryptic can you get? What is going on? I'm like, girl, give us something. The only thing I liked like- was, did you see the like top of the file? Of that photo. Yes. It had like a T P D, which looked really cool. I was like, 
that could have yeah. been like the, the the album cover. I mean, it's fine. I, I don't really care either I way. Know. I mean, I a lot of I'm 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 a I'm a book girly. I'm a bookworm, mm-hmm. and a lot of the book girlies are like, "Oh, this is gonna be our album. This album is for the dark academia girlies." Maybe I I pers- <laughs> maybe I don't, I don't know. know I don't know this this has been the most cryptic this woman has has gotten us since reputation because it's like and I I think and this is where we were we're we're getting into uh our predictions of 2024 for Taylor Swift's after the announcement of this new album like yourself, I thought Reputation was going to come out in, in April twenty twenty nine. Yeah. Um, but I personally think it's going to either be at the end of the year mm-hmm. or I don't know. I'm like, why know, were you she's getting a new album in the middle of a tour? She was wearing a green dress. Like, I get it that, like, we look into things, but, like, you were leading us to reputation. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I still feel like this is know. like a spoof. April Fools. No, I mean, it's not or, April 1st. It's, it's April yeah. 19th, but still. Or, yeah, or like I said, she is either gearing our attention to something because she's doing something else in the background. Like, yeah. she has something cooked up in the background. And she said like I've been lying to you for 2 years. Like are you lying to us now? Like that's exactly. isn't that what a liar says? Oh, I'm going to be honest with you. It's like, yeah, well were you lying this entire time? What are you talking about? Yeah. So yeah, I feel yeah. I feel weird. I feel like we all feel confused. I honestly do feel though that like when reputation came out, like it was such a different vibe that like none of us understood what was going on and then to see this now, it's like I feel that again. Where like I listen to look like look what you made me do, and I'm like, I understand Kanye West is like insane, but like, girl, like calm down. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and then now I'm a Reputation girly, so I don't really know what to say. Like I love and Reputation. I, that's so. that's what I think. I think this. I think Reputation is going to come out this year. Yeah, but. I think because she used kind of the same tactic of re- re- reputation that has us all confused, but she knew or she saw how we reacted when she announced Midnight's, she's like, okay, let me combine the two things and see how, how it goes, how my fans will will, will react, how will they pre-order pre, uh, the, the album. Yeah. Um, and again, she's she's a I mean she's a marketing genius. Let's let's be honest. Um, and she yep. has learned from from the best because a lot of people is like, oh, she's getting an album in the middle of a tour. Yes, so did Beyonce. She got she was touring for her four album, the Miss Car- Miss Carter tour, and in the middle of the tour, she says surprise and gave us self title. Well, and we have to remember like. People are like these women are not being like kept anymore. Like they're not being mm-hmm. kept behind a gate. Like they are allowed to make their own choices whether she wants to wear a exactly. green dress. Honestly, I feel like she could should have worn the green dress on the Grammys night, but that's just me. Mm. I liked the white. I did like her vibe um, at the Grammys I last like night. It was very yeah. much like 
part of my soul of like the whole black and white thing. I was obsessed with that in high school. So like I got it, but I still felt like I just loved that green dress. That was like such a moment. Like her hair was flawless. Yeah, green dress was everything. Yes. The sparkly one. Anyways, I just, even if it was like, if it had been like a black, it was the same dress, mm. but a different color, like something. But yeah, I mean, I, I think she was beautiful, but in my opinion, as like a fashion person, not that I'm like, I'm wearing like probably a $2 shirt. So I'm not someone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, she, you'll she see me wearing... at Old Navy tomorrow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, we we shop at Roz and and Target, guys. Yes. Um, but yeah, I I I'm I'm baffled. All of us are are just like, what is going on? Like, okay, what are you preparing us for? That's the thing. Is like, okay, her vibe last night, and I look. She has set the rules, okay? I'm just living mm-hmm. by them. We're just all living by them. What she wore last night made no sense for this album. It didn't yeah. even make sense for Reputation. I was so confused. So maybe... It didn't even make sense to Midnight's, which m- was nominated. Maybe, like, there's something coming, but I felt like last night she was so done up and, like, this whole style where it was very, like... I don't know. What would you say? Like fifties? I don't know. It was just very. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 designer was was Scaparelli, and Scaparelli is very. It's very futuristic, but it takes ins, insp, inspiration from different decades. Um, it felt very and, Hunger Games, like her yes. her dress lights on fire. Yes, it's like that's the vibe of. Of Sca- of Scaparelli's very yeah. Hunger Games, and this yeah. album feels like just based on the cover that it's like, like a scorned woman finding out like her boyfriend cheated on her. Like I just don't get the vibe, but I understand that like she's at the height of her career, so she could wear whatever she wants. But in terms of her rules and her Barbie land, I'm just saying, Taylor, this doesn't make sense, but it's okay. Yeah, like <laughs> I would have, I, I would have liked a, a white dress. But it had felt more like flowy, like like a sheet, like yeah. a bed sheet kind of feeling, like yeah. a nightgown. Like that would have that would have made sense to me. Like, oh, we're going in a whole different direction. Instead, she was wearing like the curtains. I just don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just saying it like I see it. Okay. I love it. Oh my god! Like the pillow was her like top, the pillow, and I just. I'm like, Taylor, you're so structured. Like, that's not her vibe. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, I personally love that she looked amazingly sexy, but I I get it. That is something new. It's something outside the box. And I think she's at her point, at a point in her career and in, in her life where again, she was so sheltered for so many years that right now she's like, you know what? I'm just gonna wear what the fuck I want, whether People like it or not. Exactly. I like it. I feel good in it. Yeah. But yeah, I I also was like that. I was like, okay, this, okay, maybe this has something to do with Midnight because of the necklace. Okay. Because of black and white, you know, that's what Midnight might symbolize, you know, between one day and the next. Yeah. Um, But then I was like, okay, maybe it has something to do with reputation. Like, you know, the corset and, you know, the gloves and, you know, the black gloves and the hair. Okay, fine. 
But then when she announced this album, I was like, okay. And when I look, I when I looked at the cover, I was like, oh, we're we're getting sexier. We're getting more. And it felt intimate. Like the cover feels intimate. Like you're entering her her bedroom. Yes. And, you know, she's reading you this scorching poetry that doesn't make sense, but it makes sense at the same time. And this is coming from somebody who writes poetry and reads poetry. Poetry is just very, it's very deep, sometimes too deep. Sometimes it's simple, sometimes it's not. Yeah. And I think that she has written poetry all of her life and she has turned poetry into songs yes that i it's it's like you said she is exploring she's got she has gotten so used to doing this that she's just experimenting other parts of her art i think it's the yeah i think it's it's an experimentation of other parts of her art a b testing I, i exactly i personally even though we talk about it here in the podcast i personally don't like it when people reduce her albums to just about a guy oh yes she was dating him fine but she herself has said that many of her songs are just snippets of notes that she has written years ago and then all of a sudden you know inserts them into her songs like that's let's let's not let's stop it really it's not just you know each of each album is not about a guy you know we we heard that in midnights where yes a lot of people said oh that was her breakup uh album from joe no if you listen to each of the songs some of them have to do with past relationships some of them have to do with harry with john some of them have to do most of them have to do with her analyzing herself yes you know it's like it's i'm i'm sick and tired of people just demeaning her albums yeah to just oh it's all about a guy it's like it's 2024 the woman has won four grammys of album of the year where most where the al- the albums in question have songs that are not about a guy. Like, get with the program. Yes. And we are, we are going to do a post about that, hopefully. Oh, well. yeah. yeah. And definitely. talk about that, too. Like, showing how many songs she really has written that... Yeah, like, when you're writing about other people, you're, like, fighting yourself, too. And I think when you have, like, this, like, common enemy against, like, who you are as a person, like... It, it proves to yourself, like, oh, I'm not of that person. Like, I don't agree with this person. I don't have to love them. Like, they trashed me so I can walk away. And I just think that's, like, so important that, like, no, just because she was talking about a guy does not mean it's everything. And, yeah, when we're joking about this album, like, we're not saying, like, Joe deserves the credit. Like, no, this new album, we have no clue what it's about. But clearly it's about her you know, tarnished coat of arms and her muses that she's acquired, like bruises, which we all know muse is like, that was for Joe. Like she's going to have, like, it's a ricochet effect. Like she's going to have people that like left a mark on her over time. But we've said this before that like, we hope Joe disappears. Like, I mean, not literally, I don't mean it literally. I mean it like, 
figuratively that like it's just it was just someone in her life and it's okay mm-hmm. like I, it's not to belittle anyone it's just to say like she's moving on like she's probably in a way better place we can just see it clearly every mm-hmm. time there's mm-hmm. a football game and it comes across all of our phones um and for anyone who's like annoyed by seeing Taylor Swift all the time who cares okay like go like seriously yeah (laughs) like we we talked this whole podcast without saying anything about really anything about football like at all we didn't even go into like hey did you see a game or anything so like we can do it (laughs) like we can give travis 24 seconds in our whole thing (laughs) so like and that's what it's I mean is ridiculous. like, yes, she's going to write this, like, yes, she wrote this album. And yes, it probably has bits and pieces of her past relationship, but that's life. Like, she probably didn't even think, oh, I'm going to put out Midnight's and then like, we're going to eventually not be together. Mm-hmm. She was probably hoping like, and I, I think that too is so important is like when artists write music, it's not that they're writing it saying like it's black and white. Like it doesn't mean she mm-hmm. broke up with him. It doesn't mean that they won't ever get back to get like she was probably in the mix of it. And that's relationships where you're just like, do I like this person? Do I get along with this person? I don't know. Sometimes yeah. it's like iffy and it just, and I'm not even saying like just romantic relationships, but relationships in general. So in I general, do, I agree with you yeah. that she should not be defined. Exactly. And she's an artist. She's an artist. You know how many artists, especially how many male artists use their past relationships to write their albums, to paint their paintings, to like, why, why are people so fixated on her and her relationships with men? Yeah. Why? Because she's a woman, because she's honest, because she, doesn't give a fuck and say, hey, yes, I dated this person and I wrote a song about th- this person. It's nothing new. Yeah. It's nothing new. And and it's like you said, he was just a person in her life and she was going through the motions like all of us do when we're with somebody. And sometimes we, ex- you know, we feel these emotions, maybe not with a romantic partner. Sometimes we feel it with a family member sometimes we feel it with a friend you don't know that yeah you know so yes uh any final thoughts on this episode anything that we want to close this up because it has been quite intense <laughs> who do we think the last 24 hours <laughs> who, we, who do we think took the photo for this album probably one of her people right yeah, it was it was a, a it, I think it was the same photographer that um that photographed her for oh, yeah. folklore. I think it I I don't know what her Well, I don't know. It, the person that tag, got tagged is Beth Garbrandt. Gar- yeah. Yeah. That's that's the person. That's cool. Beth Garbrandt. She was the one that um I mean, she has taken her picture since folklore and after that all of the re-recordings uh, pictures were taken by by her. Like Red, uh, Speak Now, Midnight's also was the the pictures from Midnight's were also by by her, and 1989. So apparently now, the Death Poets, 
the death poets? No, the torture poets. Oh my god, that's another funny thing. The fans, <laughs> the amount of videos I've seen of fans getting the dictionary out and calling it the death poets society, the death poets department, the torture poets society. I mean, it's hilarious. Like, it's like what are she we calling it? Spinning here. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, uh, uh, I would say that my final thoughts is <clears throat> the Grammys out of, you know, all of the awards that we have watched recently, because the I think the last one is the Oscars, like the last big one are the Oscars. Um, the Grammys were a little bit better this year. Yes. Keep up with the good performances. See what happens when you include women in the list. Thank you very much. And, uh, but yeah, but stop being so biased. Uh, show us your quote unquote standards yes. so that we know why are you choosing the ones that you're choosing for album of the year. And, uh, Miss Taylor Swift, I, I, I don't know what you're going, what, what you're thinking. Uh, you have us spinning in circles right now. Yeah, but uh, I hope er everything goes well in your tour because right now she's gonna go to Japan, and then to I think it's Australia. Yeah, so she's got a busy year ahead. Busy, busy, busy. The song list just came out. What for Taylor Swift for the album? My wait, there's a song. There's a song list here. I'll send it to you. Oh, okay. Okay. Clay just told me, but uh, his co-host on one of his podcasts sent it to me. I was like, what did she, cause I saw Taylor Swift. I was like, what did she send oh, me? She sent a song. Oh my God. Okay. So we got Fortnite featuring who? Who's that? Featuring who? Uh, I can see. Oh, Post Malone. Ooh. She has a song with Post Malone. What the hell? Florence in the Machine? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna die. She has a song with Florence in the Machine. I'm oh my gosh. She has a song named I Can Fix Him. No, really, I can. I feel that. And then she has another song called But Daddy, I Love Him. What is going on? <laughs> Wait, what? But Daddy, I love what him. Fresh out of the slammer. Is that going to be another like murderous plot? I song? don't know. Guilty as sin. Who's afraid of little old me? <gasps> so long, what? London. She's a song named So Long, London. Why couldn't she release this last night? That would have made more sense to me. I I'd be am, like, okay. I am flabbergasted. The smallest what? man I... who ever lived. If that's not oh, like. This is definitely about the tiny man. <laughs> <laughs> if this is she not. She is going to drag his little British ass. That's I love you. It's ruining my life. We're going to leave it with that. Joe and his yes. little man. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> these are our final thoughts. Uh, our girl is Delulu. She is coming with all the rage. And she is going to have our hearts in our sleeves. And uh, I mean, oof, prepare for for sad spring 2024 that's all i'm gonna say 
Oh Lord! I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna get exactly what happened. That's what I think. Yeah, or to a like to a degree. I don't know how far, but I don't know. Anyways, so thank you for listening to this episode. It was thrilling. (laughs) Sorry. We see you next time. Uh, please let us know your thoughts in our comment section at our Instagram, which is Birthday Beats Podcast. We have our podcast in everywhere you listen to your podcast, mostly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and iHeart. Um, and uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of this this episode. See you next time, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.